Welcome to Never End the Story, a rewatch podcast where we watch the movies of our childhood along with Tepper, a grown man who's never seen them before. I'm your host, Ivan, and I've got a golden ticket. I'm Chris, and sometimes I wake up coughing up blood. I'm Jeff, and my wallpaper tastes like wallpaper. I'm Spencer, and I'm still trying to think of a thing to say. And I'm Tepper. I woke up from a nap 20 minutes ago. Yeah, that, that sounds right. This week, we'll be watching Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, directed by Mel Stewart, released in 1971. The Chocolate River was made from 150,000 gallons of water, real chocolate, and cream. Oh. Because of the cream, it began to spoil, and by the end of filming, smelled terrible. Yeah, I was about to say. Yeah, oh god. (laughs) Uh, yeah, everybody brought us this movie this week. So, Tepper, why'd you bring this movie? Uh, I've never seen this movie. I just know all the memes about it. Why not, though? Well, we we can get to that. Uh, but yeah, Chris, Jeff, Spencer, you all brought this movie. Any Correct. Any particular stories about it? I don't think that I can say without spoiling anything. That's quite fair. Uh, I really liked Roald Dahl books as a kid, and this one has a pretty good movie. I just saw this movie in, like, early high school and liked it a lot because it's wacky. Early high school? Wow. Yeah, that's interesting. This was a VHS that just lived in my house, and I guess my parents thought was appropriate, so it got watched a lot. <laughs> it was a while before I saw this. Like, prob- like not not likely past 12, but I'm not actually sure how early. I definitely saw it a few times. My sister's a big fan of Roald Dahl's books. Uh, I'm a big fan of Gene Wilder. Cool story. We're now showing Tepper the poster for the movie. Tepper, describe the poster. What do you think the movie's about? Uh, Oh, wow. Uh, At the top, in kind of like a curved... It says it's... Thank you for telling us it was curved. (laughs) Scrum diddlyumptious. Thank you, Jeff. That. Oh, why did you help him? Because I knew he wasn't... Like, that's not an easy word if you're looking at it for the first time. Yeah, thank you, Jeff. That, that was very helpful. Uh, below that, it says, uh, it's everybody's non-pollutionary, anti-institutionary, pro-confectionary factory of fun. Um, and then... A weird uh, tagline. Yeah. I was going to save that comment until he was done describing it, but I was really just having exactly the same thought. <laughs> uh and then like it's definitely like an old school style poster just with the way the art and um uh the arrangement of everything on it but it's just got like the uh various side characters um small um inflated girl i think i think that's a girl um i think the main character that's the guy who's bedridden and then, of course, uh, Willy Wonka, the chocolate man himself. Um, some like like there's like an old machine there. It looks like yeah, the river of chocolate on boat. And a really small text: Meet Charlie in the chocolate factory blah, 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 with his friends. I can't really read that. It's really small. Yeah, I don't know. I think it might have been some like movie extra that was that was with the film. Like, this is yeah. probably not the actual poster from theaters, but... 
Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, and then below um, uh, Willy Wonka, just as uh, David L. Wolper presents Willy Wonka um, and the Chocolate Factory. Does anyone else see the little man in his jacket? Yes. Yep. Yeah. Who, of course. Who, who is that? Well, I mean, He's, I could tell you, but that's yeah. a fucking spoiler. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. He, yeah, is, he, is, he is a character. He's... I find it interesting, it, too, in the credits, it actually, screenplay by Roald Dahl. Like, sure, he wasn't he was just around. involved as a producer. Like, looks like he got kind of hands-on. Neat. So what do you think it's about? Uh, it's about a dude's chocolate factory. Um, I'll just kind of, like, list off the stuff, because, like, there's just, from pop culture and everything else like that, there's been a bunch of stuff that I know about the movie. Uh... Obviously, the golden ticket and the chocolate bar that um, lets Charlie go there. There's all the memes about, uh, I think it's Grandpa Joe being a piece of shit who lays in bed. And then as soon as the golden ticket arrives, he starts jumping around. Uh, Gene Wilder, I've heard, does an awesome performance in this. And one scene people always like to point to is when he's got the cane falls over and then rolls and stands up i see i've seen that a bunch of times there's the really scary ride i think or something like that like there's there's just this weird period like part in the movie that goes really um kind of horror movie ish um i don't know some... i just think they really liked 2001 a space odyssey and they're like you know what this movie means <laughs> I, was, I was thinking about that that's kind of what this like this cover looks like the um what was that one you did spencer brought it oh no logan's run, logan's run. like this looks mm, like a yeah. logan this looks like the logan's run poster yeah that's kind of yeah. what i meant like like it feels like old school in how it's yeah it's yeah. presented but yeah um, that that's a good uh, comparison but uh but yeah like I, I don't need to go through every single but i know like a whole bunch of individual scenes and like things that happen just through uh just stuff i've seen in various videos and memes and okay. things like uh, that so interesting piece of trivia about the cane scene uh gene wilder added that to the movie as a requirement to be cast as willy wonka oh he wouldn't he's like i will take this role if i can fake a limp and do a somersault yeah because i think there's like a quote with him going because from that point onwards the audience is yeah, like, no one will like, know if I'm lying or telling the truth. Yeah, like I've seen that before, that quote, and uh, in relation to the scene. Yeah. Yeah, so you know set pieces, but yeah, what do you think is going to happen? Um, they like go through the chocolate factory, and I think at the end, Willy Wonka gives the chocolate factory to Charlie. I think that's what happens. But uh, it's like a group of kids are going through and then they get like picked off one by one like a horror movie and eliminated uh, until it's like basically just Charlie at the end, I think, uh, with Will, uh, with Willy Wonka. All right. I'd ask what's the B plot, but I don't know if this movie really has one. I mean, it does. The side characters uh, kind of like, hey, Tepper, who do you, which uh, I guess maybe we'll have to discuss it after we're done watching it because you don't really know the kids yet but you could try to guess which one dies first <laughs> which one uh, dies first hmm. hey now none of them die necessarily 
the fat one. All right. Do you mean the one Locked that is in. literally a circle? Uh, sure. Yeah, let's go with that. Okay. Pulled. <laughs> you, you often see so like Gene Wilder's obviously the star of this film, but like yes. his t- his name is in bold. Yeah. Like you don't see that often. Mm. That's a that's some big dick energy on a poster right there. <laughs> yeah. Bold dick well, energy. Yeah, and he's like the centerpiece of this whole poster. Like he is many times larger than every everybody else on it. Like, oh no, he's like that in the movie too. He's a giant. <laughs> oh wow. Um. <laughs> I have to admit. I did not really get an anti-institutionary vibe from this movie the first time I watched no, it. No, it's very much an institution. Yeah, yeah, it's it's really about, you know, like passing down institutions to worthy heirs in the way that they think it should work. I guess they don't really talk about pollution. <laughs> I'm not sure how much they bring it up early on in the movie, because, again, I don't want to just explain it. But in the book, they do talk briefly about how, like, people used to work at the factory, but he was, I think, concerned about people stealing his candy recipes. So he basically kicked everyone out and was like, I'm going to make it all myself. So that's why everyone thinks he's crazy. So that's why. Yeah. So, yeah. Like It makes sense once he found the slave race. <laughs> we we <laughs> can talk. Yeah, yeah, stop with the goddamn yeah. spoilers. I know about the Oompa it, Loompas. It's, it's not something that you didn't matter see. if you know about it. We'll talk oh, about oh, the, we'll okay. talk about those. We'll talk about differences from book and differences from lesser films after. Okay, yeah, because I haven't read the book and I haven't watched. Well, I mean, I haven't watched any of the movies, so it's a thirteen-part epic. <laughs> oh wow! Wait, uh, yeah, you but haven't yeah. seen Willy Wonka three: The Search for Spock. <laughs> <laughs> Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory in Space. I mean, wow, wow, you, <laughs> I mean, all right, we'll see you after the film. Don't just stand there, do something. Help, police, murder. And we're back. So, what did everyone think? All children should be killed. I mean, that is the message of the movie. <laughs> no, everyone but Charlie. Charlie was an okay kid. Yeah, Charlie was pretty good. Okay. He was slightly better raised. Poverty will do that. His grandpa stole the drink, and I was—I was gonna say his grandpa's a terrible influence on him. I mean, he stopped smoking tobacco. Been out of bed one day, already getting Charlie hooked on alcohol. He stopped buying tobacco to buy lottery tickets. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) lottery tickets that gave him chocolate. He's, he's doing what's best for his family, Chris. He's a terrible person. <laughs> oh, like, yeah, no doubt. Uh, yeah, like I was saying in the opening, that's like the one of the major kind of like memes about the movie is how awful Grandpa Joe is. I d- didn't realize how bad he was until I watched it this time. <laughs> like, oh my god, Grandpa Joe, you're a bastard. Yeah. Okay. He's bad. Um, he's been sneaking out. Right to get the like, tobacco, to get the tobacco, to get tobacco and the chocolate. And chocolate. Yeah. yeah, and he wasn't in like when I remember that movie. I remembered him being in bed for like a year or something like that. He's been in bed for twenty years. He wouldn't be yep. able to walk. His muscles yeah. would be completely atrophied. 
Like no, Char- Charlie Charlie massages them every night before bed. Uh. <laughs> but not the other three. <laughs> no, they're 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 a lost cause. Also, I don't know if you guys caught this, but they're all four of Charlie's grandparents. So can you imagine a situation where you think to yourself, the best I can do is I'm going to spend the next 20 years in bed with my child's spouse's parents. Yeah. And they're destitute because they have to take, like, do jump off a bridge. Like, honestly, (laughs) if you love your family, jump in front of a train or something at that point. Like, this, they that, can't jump in front of a train. They can't get out of bed. Then the mother in the night should put one of them in a shopping cart and leave them in fo- on the train tracks oh for her family. Oh, so this this uh, occurred to me too. What era is this in? Because they have television, but they're but, like pseudo Dickensian poor. They're insanely. They are yes. like, ooh, the worst time to. They're like very bad Soviet poor. It's insane. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. Like, oh my god, a loaf of bread. And I'm like, you have television, and this is obviously Britain. Like, there are social programs. What's wrong with you? Is it Britain? It's, like, so as I believe Chris pointed out, it is alternate Earth 1970 uh, in. America, Euroasia, or whatever. Oh, this this takes place in 1984. This is George Orwell's yeah, yeah. Willy Wonka. Oh, no, they, also, they I couldn't imagine the future. Like that would have taken too much budget. It is set in the year the movie came out of '71. Also, I don't know if you guys caught this, but when uh, Charlie's all like, "I'm never gonna win, Mom," she goes, "Oh, Charlie, there's a hundred billion people in the world," and I'm like, "What? A yes. hundred yeah, yeah. billion people? Yeah, and there are five continents." No yeah. wonder they live in complete squalor. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's like this 20 is... times the current population of Earth. Yeah, this place is a dystopia. Like, like I was saying throughout the movie in the chat, like, I was like, like, this is hyper-capitalism. Like, uh, like, this is absurd. Like, the whole world goes into a frenzy over a single chocolate factory. Like, all right, yeah, maybe the guy makes good chocolate, but, like, holy shit. Their whole lives revolve or start revolving around this chocolate factory and playing the lottery by just like it's like what the fuck? It's, it's the only sustainable business in the world of a hundred billion people. Yeah, I was gonna say like <laughs> it really seems like the chocolatiers are on top of this society. Well, I think it's a like world the queen of... wants into his building. It's a world of like billionaire industrialists, right? This is like a... yeah. Yeah, like, that's what I was thinking, is, well, like, you were saying, like, the libertarian paradise. Like, yeah, it's billionaire industrialists, but Wonka is the only, like, quadrillionaire. <laughs> like, he dwarfs all other for- forms of of capitalism by miles. Yeah, and another way in which this is a libertarian paradise is the ones where he, um like callously watches people stumble into death traps after he kind of like half-assedly <laughs> oh warns them i love oh my god this so no good. please don't oh well, like yeah it's just god. like it's, my son is in the river help uh help police murder <laughs> yeah yeah well, i'm like oh it's too late now the suction's got him and he goes like he said something about like suspense he's like the suspense I hope it lasts. Like, it's yeah, like, the, what the, the fuck, suspe- dude? The suspense is terrible. I hope it lasts. Yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> also, like, I learned so much from him in terms of like the my uh, wanting to. Uh, now I know how to respond to questions I don't want to answer. <laughs> just please submit all questions in writing or just start speaking another language. <laughs> or say, get on my boat. Or yeah. or sing a weird little song. Yeah, like, he spoke German when the German people were already gone. <laughs> also, okay, I don't know how I would, like, Google this. But, um, you know the scene on the boat in the tunnel? Um, yes. I want some more of that, like, intense shout poetry. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you could just Google that sentence. <laughs> well, but also you won't get, like, flashing colors and, like, yeah. images of, like, lizards and spiders biting things. Psychedelic. Uh, I have to imagine there's so, at least a YouTube channel for that. <laughs> like, they probably don't have a lot of content. There are a hundred billion people in this world. I'm sure someone made that YouTube channel. <laughs> WonkaVision. Walkavision's different. Like, I'd heard all about that scene, but, like, actually watching it, it's like, okay, like, this is happening, I guess. Uh, (laughs) uh... (laughs) Yeah, this probably isn't the very original thought, but as you guys were just going over some of his, like, mannerisms, I was thinking, like, if you just, like look at this movie through the view of he yeah it may what if maybe it is a dystopia and like he's a villain yeah like what if he just kind of like uh, they they make it clear that like no one's been in his factory for like decades but what if he just like was like yeah i'm gonna like invite some like kids to tour my factory and like if one of them falls in like a vat of boiling chocolate like (laughs) that's not my problem no he he very specifically like that was a major (laughs) part there's some very important parts um for so first one of the things i was thinking he so he has his fake Slugworth. Do you think Slugworth actually exists, or do you think oh Wonka oh my created God. Slugworth chocolates? Holy as shit! His only competitor. Oh yeah, you know I was. Oh my God! Because like he doesn't that that is his main competition, and it it seems <laughs> like that's all propaganda. Yeah, like instead of kicking out his workers because he, uh. Slugworth was trying to get information. He had found the Oompa Loompas and just knew he could replace his workforce with slaves. Yep. So it was it was a reverse. That's why everyone in that town is so friggin' poor. He um, shut down the factory. And the follow-up oh, of that is he intentionally chose all five children because his fake Slugworth was there. Like Every time. Slugworth brought the chocolate bar to that town, put it on that kid's pile. Like, he knew exactly Ooh. which kids he wanted to torture. Oh, man. Oh, shit. Um, Tepper and I have talked before about how my least favorite character is, like, the one that's, like, three steps ahead of you at all times. It, I think this is an exception. <laughs> this guy's amazing. <laughs> this guy's so good. This is the best anime villain of all time. Like, he's just so amazing. There's just yeah. so many things that are brushed over that when you start, like, unpacking them from reverse, you're kind of like, oh. Oh my! Oh my God! Like, he what's mu- going he, on? He owns the planet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, um, I like how I th- think you guys are talking about it in chat. Yeah, no, he he knows which kids have money because he those are the ones he just throws the candy to. Charlie, every piece of candy out comes the hand and in goes the money. Oh yeah! Oh, the candy man! Yeah. The candy man who doesn't know how to run a candy store. He opens the bar and lets yeah. them all in. Yeah, well, he's, like, throwing candy around, and then Charlie comes in later, and he's like, 
like he's waiting like are you gonna fucking steal from me kid give me like the cash it's like dude you were literally just throwing candy everywhere most of the kids have accounts there like their parents pay off the tab every month (laughs) (laughs) oh my god that that was what i was saying was that like he just he just sends debt collectors around each night to the to the kids parents because they've got the money can you imagine if those kids' parents see him and the way he hands it in? You go like, you've been fucking like t-shirt cannoning these kids' candy and coming around and charging for it like they asked for every specific little piece, you piece of shit. Well, that's what happened to the grandparents. The mother had candy when she was a kid, and then he had to came, come and break all their legs. Oh god, damn that's it. also what happened to Charlie's father. Oh, Charlie's father paid the ultimate gunned plan. down by the candy mom. Um, also, like, the the candy store, that guy's almost certainly also a spy for Wonka. Well, he's got a lot of Wonka signs. Yeah, or, or he's, like, the second most powerful person in that city. <laughs> well, well and, like, that. obviously kind of has a hard-on for him. Yeah. <laughs> like, he seems really into Wonka. Like, he definitely was, he would have been the one probably reporting the information about Charlie as a potential candidate. For child torture. Oh my god. Look at this poor kid who can't even open a door and get free candy. That scene actually <laughs> bugged me because, again, that dude was just fucking giving it out. And Charlie could was just staring in, like, wistfully at the other children. And it's just like, dude, go in. He's yeah, giving Charlie, this shit away. He's too poor to know about free candy Mondays. Well, no, that's that free candy's only for the middle class children. He had to go to his paper route where he throws random papers at whoever he sees <laughs> so that he could buy money to buy his grandfather tobacco. And and bread. Yeah, one big loaf of bread. Um the, feed the family for days. The the thing I remember from when I was a kid about this movie is that I loved the second half of this movie and the first half was an interminable wait. Um the yeah. song the mom sings in yeah. my mind as a child it's, was 50 yeah. minutes long. <laughs> I completely agree. It is useless. Yeah, I have a similar thing where I was mentioning my memory of this movie is the the movie opens with the song Candyman and Charlie leaves the the store singing I got a golden ticket. <laughs> <laughs> like I just lose that other 40 minutes and just condense down to five, which like there are a lot of very good scenes. They just aren't Charlie's scenes. Yeah. I didn't expect, uh, like based on what little I knew about the movie, I didn't expect the first half to be so long. Like I thought it would skip to the factory, like pretty fast. Um, but they took their sweet time doing it. And, I enjoyed it. Like, like I enjoyed the first half. Like, the mom's song was pretty boring. And, uh, but you guys suckered me into another musical. Fuck all of you. Um, the songs in this one are pretty good. I forgot yeah, no. everything other than the Oompa Loompa songs. Literally, the only one that I mind is the mom song. Like, two yeah. of the songs at the beginning, I guess, are, like, kind of whatever. Oh, man. So, this is a tangent. But, um, that teacher... Has, like, some self-confidence issues. <laughs> <laughs> like, I understand so much more about uh, the weird 1984 future Britain. <laughs> that someone who can't figure out what two out of a thousand is in a percentage is teaching a high school, uh, like, a middle school class. Well, and also feels the need to bring 
like a 12 year old up to the front of the class and go like do you know what this thing that i've never told you about is and he goes no and he goes like that's right you don't stupid fuck yeah <laughs> that, that's why i'm here and you're there and it's like yeah i i know you're like 35 yeah and oh, he was yeah. picking on charlie like that's the thing too like i think we all you know like, everyone has he... to know he's poor yeah well he know. He knows what's up. He's in the social pecking order too. He wa- he wants to get in with the cool kids. <laughs> like you, like he was talking to that random kid. He's just like, no, we're going to get chocolate. Oh Class dismissed. God. Yeah, th- that that kid's explanation was a little too on point. Do you know <laughs> what I mean? Like when that kid opens the door and he's like, Wonka chocolate thing is happening. And the, and the yeah. teacher's like, okay, wait, explain. The kid just like monologues for yeah. 45 seconds <laughs> and gives the entire like rules of the contest. Another yeah. paid shill. He's another Wonka plant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's, he's an Oompa Loompa in disguise. Oh my God. I believe it. But yeah, like I really liked, uh, or well, I don't, I shouldn't say I really liked, but I liked the first half for the insight it gave into this dystopian world. All like the little skits showing various people trying to get the chocolates. Those and, are fun. Yeah, yeah like uh, my favorite was by far was the hostage one. Yeah, where it's like <laughs> yes. I want my husband back. I want my husband back, and just like he wants your last crate of uh, of chocolates. Do I have some time to think about this? <laughs> like it was just, uh, it was it was really good. Why did like, they the, blackmail the people with the golden tickets already? They it know. was harder to steal their family. Also, like it was announced globally who I, has the ticket. I yeah, guess. but I think Wonka would honor. I think whoever shows up with like you know if a guy with a machine gun shows up with the ticket <laughs> and the head of Violet Beauregard, I, no, I think Wonka would be like, oh fine, fair. Like Wonka is an industrialist. He's he's a capitalist. I told you you could come in if you have a golden ticket. I didn't say anything about how you had to get it. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, like like my my darker version of the story is like they are killing each other, like like wars break out for the golden tickets, yeah, assassinations. Right. Yeah, it's the purge. Well, well, like when he when he uh, when Charlie gets the ticket, the newspaper man, uh, I can't remember the exact line, but it's don't, like don't 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 kill, don't, don't kill the boy or something like don't that. Don't you kill the boy? Yeah. yeah, and then run, Charlie, run! Like don't look back. It's well, like yeah. holy shit. That, that woman, she just like. Oh grabs his arm and drags him into the mob yeah she it is admittedly blood. a miracle that he made it out of that <laughs> like with the ticket no less like he was just waving it around the air and like three people have their hands on their on his wrist and i'm like that's not how this works guys like you want to grab the thing in his hand <laughs> yeah other well that's the thing apparently this world respects winners like once somebody has a ticket they're safe no, I have another theory. I think the adults knew what was going to happen to those kids in the factory, and they just wanted, like, the first shot. So they saw the kid that got the, like, golden ticket. And they were like, oh, shit, this kid's, like, slated to die? Well, I might as well, like, have some fun with him first. Oh, it's like a the lottery <laughs> yeah. sort of thing. Right? Again, like, Logan's Run or the island where, yeah, it's like, oh, look, like, you, you get to move on. And it's like, oh, really, we're just going to throw you in the meat grinder. <laughs> um 
can, can we talk about Gene Wilder yet? Can we talk about how yes, fit, how forever. amazing he is? We can just is? never stop talking about him. What a, a fantastic performance. What an astounding, fantastic performance uh, Johnny Depp can burn in hell. He's basically the only character in this movie. He is! Yeah, it, it's so like I like I haven't watched any like as I was saying in the opening I haven't watched any of the other versions so Gene Wilder's version is the only one I know. Uh, he he carries this movie so well like like Charlie is decent for what they do with Charlie, but like uh, Gene Wilder is like the main character in this like his dialogue is incredible like his delivery in so many scenes like I was laughing at so many parts just because the way he does the lines is just perfect yeah like well, well like just like oh the suction's got him now it's like <laughs> it's so fucking good no or like, please don't <laughs> yeah don't do that uh, a couple quick notes about other versions so for my knowledge there are two books the second one is charlie and the great glass elevator where they yep. go to space so yep. good oh on you temper <laughs> oh my God, I was joking. Yeah. I know. That's I why I joking. ended the opening as I did. Um, oh my God. And interest odd. I don't know if it's interesting. Oddly, Johnny Depp's movie, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, is about Willy Wonka, whereas Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory is about Charlie. Arguably. Well, like, Charlie is. is the main character in this movie. He's not particularly important or interesting, whereas. Wonka is definitely the main character in uh, Johnny Depp's version. And we're, like, supposed to see Wonka through Charlie's eyes in this one, right? Like, Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, yeah. It's just interesting that the movies are named that way when the content of them are is kind of reversed. It's that you hate Tim Burton, Tepper, so I can tell you right now you'll never watch the other one. It's bad. I mean, it's... Unless we make you. <sighs> please, please don't make me watch the other it's one. It's so bad. It's whatever. It actually uses some of the songs from the book, which is the only thing that you that's, can say about it. Okay, that's it. I liked the scene at the end where you get his like origin. I thought that was kind of cute, but I think like Johnny Depp is bad, and his um, choice to be Michael Jackson in that movie is um, poor, like <laughs> in every way. Oh, that okay. Now that you put it like that, <laughs> I would just like to say that I agree that Johnny Depp is bad. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, no, I don't think anyone here is going to argue otherwise. Johnny Depp bad, know. Gene Wilder good. I don't know, have you heard about his personal life? I, I gotta respect him. I couldn't even get that out. Did you guys see that movie where Johnny Depp started as a robot and became a computer? What? No. Oh, uh, fuck, I remember seeing the trailers What's for that movie. What's it called? No. Oh, man. I think it's called Transcendence. I'm being facetious. He starts as a human and becomes a computer, but he uh, uh, fails wow. to emote in almost any meaningful capacity. That's Very good joke. Normally, Thank he you. emotes way too hard everywhere and on everything. All right, and welcome back to episode 25 of the G Wilder <laughs> podcast. <laughs> it's just so infinitely perfect. Yeah, like like there's not a single bad scene I can like think of uh in this movie with him like uh like when he's quiet and serious when he's trying to be funny 
Like, he's all-around great. Like, his scene at the end when he's, like, shouting at Grandpa Joe was great. Yeah. Like, I, I didn't realize the You Lose Good Sir was in this movie. I thought it was in another one uh, with him. So, yeah, like, he, he's great. Like, his delivery in the tunnel was so fucking creepy. His His physicality. Yes, yeah. Like, the way he, like, walks and... Uh, like he nails the weirdness of of Wonka. Uh, uh, an example of this is when they first enter. Like he'll go down like three steps, then back up to uh, swinging like the cane around to like block the kid every so often. Um, well, and his back steps aren't even consistent. Like they keep trying to yeah, guess yeah. what he's gonna do. Did you guys think? And again, we are kind of <clears throat> generally praising it. But do you guys think the character was, like, a bit too eccentric? Or do you think, like, Gene Wilder just pulled it off with enough swagger? I think he pulled it off. Because another thing yeah. I would say about this one that probably did it better than the uh, more recent Johnny Depp one is, like, his costume also felt, like, just weird enough. Like, okay, you're wearing, like, a purple coat. Yeah. And, like, some kind of weird colors under that. But, like, it's not like he's... It, it was weird, but it wasn't... Over... Yeah. I was gonna say, it was, it was weird, but it wasn't over-designed. Like, it wasn't like they just loaded details onto it. Like, it was just... Yeah. and like Weird, but was, simplistic. He was rarely uh, more eccentric than the world around him. Yeah, So I think that too. also helped ground him. Oh, yeah, his factory like, looked a lot crazier than he did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you, like, see him outside of the factory for, like, no time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that was what I was thinking. Is like he's weird, but he's also a uh, candy man who's been in his uh, factory for twenty years with just some short people for company. Hey, uh, they have a name. They are the Oompa Loompas, and they okay. may or may not be a high find or people. <laughs> they are people. If they weren't people, they couldn't be enslaved. I mean, he or, doesn't no. use. Those he does words. explicitly tell us they're people. Yes. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Like, yeah, literally, yeah. there's a line where he says, no, they're people. Yeah, yeah. Spencer I, kinda, I think I have to defer it, to the text on this one. It would be a waste of his time to enslave anything less. <laughs> I don't think they're enslaved. I think we get a mutually beneficial... He liberated them from the <laughs> land. He well, and, and in exchange, like, okay, they work his chocolate factory, but then they get to dance around kids and, like, mock them. They seem to really Once enjoy that. 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> they must have been working on those songs for so long. Okay, so I think that is probably part of a rich oral tradition, because it seems like they have a well-established moral code. Yes. Like, there are the things that the Oompa Loompa do, and there are the things that they, by, you know, derivation, do not do. Doompity do not do. Precisely. They had some really strong opinions on gum. Like, <laughs> I mean... Right, exactly. Like... <laughs> they, they start out saying it's disgusting, but by the end of that song, they're like, it's wrong. Like, it is it is a wrong-headed thing. Yeah, yeah you're like a cow if you eat it. It is against Oompa Loompa culture to chew gum. It's a part of their religion. <laughs> Do you think they worship Wonka? They Kinda. might. Because they're, just to be clear, their full backstory, yeah, when he liberated them from Loompa land, they were like a prey animal there. Like there were a bunch of... Yeah. Yeah. Somehow achieved sentience. Well, and... it's because their only defense mechanism was mocking song. Like that's the only thing they could do to their predators. 
Oh, and fat shaming. Yeah, well, it's through song. <laughs> I think it was Chris. I think you were the one who made that joke. Like maybe the predators didn't like being fat shamed. <laughs> I mean, maybe the scaramangas or whatever it was, the vermicious kids. Although, and, uh, yeah, I'm just imagining blarbles. now, like in the Serengeti after. Uh, a pack of Oompa Loompa, like, chased a gazelle until it couldn't run anymore. Them just, like, slowly encircling it. You're going, Oompa Loompa. <laughs> and it's just, like, panting and it's trying to get away, but it can't run anymore. Oh, shit. Yeah, that is not how I want to die. <laughs> Fuck. Fuck, that's so horrifying. What the hell? Oh, man. Well, I'm having nightmares tonight. Can you imagine the blueberry girl scene from like her perspective? Like she can't move, and they just slowly encircle her and like start walking around her, chanting, and just is like, "Oh, oh Christ!" Like, I'm gonna die. Yeah. Um, do you think any of those kids died? He claims they didn't. I mean, he says a lot of things. Apparently, there's about a fifty-fifty chance. That the worst one didn't die. Which one's the worst oh. one? Do you? Ooh, yeah. Ooh, this is I a mean, good question. It's like Spencer is saying it's, uh, what's her name? The girl, Rich girl. Yeah. I Berka want Salt. it. Yeah. Yeah, Berka I think Salt. she's by far the yeah. worst. Oh, I love oh, her song so oh, much. It's a good, it's good. Uh, that's a good point. Tepper was wrong. The fat kid died first, not the fat kid. The secret fat kid who wasn't even on the movie poster died first. Yeah. <laughs> he's uh, such like, a memorable character. He's, just, he's actually just not on that poster, I noticed. Yeah. I, I was close. Give, give me points for it anyway. I was close enough. <laughs> I remember more often the scene where the father eats the microphone than that kid at all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that scene's hilarious. It's very strong. Oh, uh, pumpkin innards? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, half, pray. Oh, half of the room where you can eat everything looked delicious. Like those little flower things, those look delicious. The, the teacup flowers? Yeah, those are great. Yeah, but like yeah. the mushroom, the like cream and the mushroom, they were just dipping their heads like, oh, Jesus, it's disgusting. <laughs> yeah. And then she, like Veruca bashed open a beach ball a looking stopper. thing and just started pulling out this like red jelly. Oh, yeah. yeah, it was you nasty. devour the intestines of your prey. Yeah. It makes you it. stronger. Wonka actually probably like was like, "Ooh, this one I like," but then she was a huge <laughs> bitch. Yeah, like he he, I think he was willing to let her inherit the place. Like he was gonna do nothing, and then she incinerated herself. I'm just wondering, like, how he's gonna groom Charlie now. Like, then, like Charlie moves his family in, and Wonka's like, "Great, like, I'll show you some recipes." And like, by the way, here's the secret torture dungeon. Like, this is how I <laughs> <Yeah>. find kids. <laughs> so yeah, one of them got turned into fudge. One of them got turned into blueberry. One of yep. them fifty-fifty incinerated. There's one more. What was the fourth? He kid? got shrunk Tiny. down very small. He shrunk down, and yep. he's going to be stretched out in a taffy machine. So he's dead. Mm. Uh, uh, Gene Wilder had a great line to the Oompa Loompa of, like, I won't hold you responsible as he's taking <laughs> yeah. the kid away. I, and that's where, like, I made the comment of, like, is is he, a, like, he's acting like a mob boss. Like, just his, like, mannerisms and everything. It's just, like, yeah, like, go deal with him. Bring him down to the room. <laughs> also, I just want to say that um, I understand his uh, uh, litigious nature. But getting a 10-year-old to sign a contract is not legally enforceable. 
It, it is like you definitely you, needed the parents to sign it, it, that, it, that paper. It, it is in this dystopia. It is in this libertarian yep. paradise. Yep. That's why that oh, town had police, nice roads because Wonka paid for them. <laughs> How else is he going to get the chocolate delivered? Exactly. Um, uh, Grandpa George's statement, just like, "Go on, assign it, Charlie. We've got nothing to lose." Like, yeah, that's <laughs> you got very a bad, true. Well, they have a bed. They have one light bulb. They have a TV. They have some drinks. Well, like, they still have their freedom. Well, exactly. Wonka. The worst they can do is die, and that just lessens oh, how much one needs to feed. What if? What if the kids get like turned into Oompa Loompas? Like, what if Loompa Land is just complete bullshit and it's just like you know how in the old like Sonic cartoons it was like the forest animals that got turned into the robots that you fight? Like, what if he just has an Oompa yep. Loompa sizer machine? I know in the book and other movie that's definitely not the case. What we're given here that could very well be true. Um, I. I want to bring up, a, a, going back to the horrible outside the candy factory world, I want to ask a question that I asked while we were watching it. Um, in the grandparent bed, who is married to who? It's a bed marriage. They're oh, like the person beside They are married. Them. They're very progressive and forward thinking. Okay. They're all married it, to each other. Oh, uh, Maybe that's why that family was forced to live in squalor, because they had an alternative lifestyle. <laughs> Where 20 years ago we got in a bed and somehow we made this daughter and grandson. <laughs> it's, it's also remarkable that they all became infirm at the same time. Well, they just they just boned all day so their legs gave out. <laughs> it's their only bed, too. Like, Charlie just sleeps half on it. Typically. Well, there was like a, a shot where they showed him listening from another room and it looked like he was lying oh, down or right. something. He sleeps in the you're rafters right. or something like that, doesn't he? He sleeps in you're like right. the attic. He just often falls asleep next to Grandpa because there's literally nothing else to do in that house. And Grandpa wakes him up in the middle of the night to give him illicit chocolate. They can't eat bread, but they have a TV. Yeah, we've been over this. <laughs> yeah, it's provided, it was provided by Wonka. Just like the roads. So that you can get Wonka news? I, I guess yeah. so. <laughs> so he can spread his propaganda more effectively. <laughs> oh, That's what imagine? I'm going to start calling Fox. Wonka news. Wonka news. <laughs> <laughs> that, that Slugworth twist was actually pretty pretty neat. I actually didn't expect that. I forgot. I forgot yeah. completely that that was the thing. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah, like yeah, like I, like I thought yeah. I thought it'd be a straightforward like yeah, he's actually a villain, and it's like no, it was just a test all along. So I was like, oh, yeah, it's definitely not something I've ever forgotten. Well, no, he's still a villain because remember, Wonka is killing these kids. <laughs> you you know what I mean? Like, yes, he's and not who we thought. Wonka owns his competition. Yeah, that blew well, this built wide his, open his competition. Yeah, that that theory is just. Oh my god. Makes it's sense. so perfect. Controlled opposition. No, I don't have a monopoly. You can't break me up. The term is oligopoly. <laughs> no, I think it's Disney. Careful, or the mouse I mean, will come and break your kneecaps. I mean, in a couple hundred years, that's the word we're going to use for it. Uh-huh. Yes, Mr. <laughs> mouse. Uh, but yeah, this movie is amazing. Gene, Gene Wilder is a masterpiece. I don't know if we have a lot else to say about it. 
Um, I really wanted them, once they got in that glass elevator, to go and fight Superman. (laughs) (laughs) Seems like the next logical step. Uh, um, Some of the effects in this movie were actually pretty cool. Uh, One that stuck out to me was the... um, the car cleaning when they go through and like the car like oh it, yeah it, uh, that was a really neat uh, yeah, the, the thing to watch into almost nothing yeah yeah um it's wonka washer spelled backwards and i guess like one of the other weird things about this movie is how when the oompa loompas are singing it goes into this like lyric the wavy lyrics <laughs> yeah like I, I was the mother and the father. It just puts like mother and <laughs> father up on the screen. Yeah. I, I was like, uh, uh, all right, like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I guess someone thought the Oompa Loompa scenes were a little dull, so they're like, I guess weird it lyrics. Really, it really adds to the weirdness of the movie with like that sudden like shift of okay, like here's a normal movie and then lyrics. Do you think Oompa can distort your perception that way? Maybe. Damn, this would be crazy. Okay, so here, here I'm th- trying to think back, and I'm pretty sure that the lyrics show up whenever the Oompa don't have any actual, like, cleaning up to do. Because, like, with the Blueberry Girl, they've actually oh. got something to do on screen. Yeah, there's some choreography. Mm. Like, they're they're pushing her off screen, but with um, the Chocolate Guy and the, the Goose Girl, right? Like, both of them just kind of disappear... So we don't have any, like, actions to take on oh, them. cleanup of children, not, like, right, other right. tasks. Right, right. So that's when we get the lyrics, is it's because there's not, like, something else for, for us to be looking at? That's fair. Mm. So, I've got a question. Do you guys think that... Do you think Wonka needed to advertise? And if so, if his ads were... Because I feel like that could go two ways. Like, maybe he didn't need to advertise because he just knew everyone had to buy his candy. But maybe he also did run ads, and they could be one of two things. They could be, like, some surreal, like, Tim and Eric shit, because he was Wonka. Or he could just, like, be like, hey, idiots, like, buy my candy. Your lives are meaningless. Like, this is the only thing that gives you happiness. (laughs) Buy my fucking candy. I think he's just an institution at this point. Like, obviously, okay, so, like, obviously the candy seller guy has, is, like, participating in a shared myth. About how rad fucking candy and making it is. And that, that's what I was thinking, like, Spencer, is I would go, like, he doesn't advertise through, like, TV. Instead, he just has this network of candy sellers who, like, shill him as the greatest candy maker ever. Yes. And it makes him seem more authentic as a But, like, uh, I don't think seller. they're on his payroll. I think that he's created a culture amongst candy people. Yeah. Yeah, he he has mm. he has a stronger cult of personality than Ferris Bueller, by far. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, yeah. Did yeah. did Grandpa George used to work at the factory, or does he just have all of these these tales that of like, insider information? Has not worked a day well, in his goddamn life. And, <laughs> and that's when we get into the weird theory crafting of like, is is this whole society? based on candy like is candy super fucking important like is the reason they know this because like this is a myth in their culture like that's what yeah that's, i think so like because he because yeah. he is passing the oral tradition of of wonka on to charlie just in like one of the opening scenes he's like and then he shut the gates and no no person's yeah. been in it since 
the oral tradition of candy in this dystopian world holy shit yeah i'm just imagining a poster now where it's like someone pointing at you and like remember it's wonka or nothing <laughs> the education system in the dystopia is terrible <laughs> well how do you how do you think it... like they keep them they keep them stupid um i really like some of the parent business in, in this movie, I particularly liked when the car salesman dad asked the other dad what he did for a living, what business he was in, and he said nuts. <laughs> and he looked yeah. very awkward. Oh, that was good stuff. That's a, that's a joke for the parents. That's what we call that. The, 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 the parent characters were pretty funny for their role. Like, just, I'll get you for this, Wonka. I'll get you for this. It's just... Can't you do something to get him out of the lake? He's going to be turned into a marshmallow. <laughs> no, 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 no. Ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. That doesn't go to the marshmallow room. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I think Wonka decided that what was going to happen to that kid as soon as he started touching the chocolate. Like, he seemed really fucking concerned about his chocolate and like zero <laughs> percent concerned about what happened after that that, cho- that chocolate can't be touched by human hands yeah my chocolate my chocolate must never be touched by human hands but i can drive a boat through it <laughs> and like it's a candy boat he he kind of pushes him yeah, i was gonna say he kind of causes that one all the other ones, they do it to themselves, but he kind of pushes that, or at least startles him into the well, chocolate he, That's the only one where he suggests that it could potentially be murder. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Like, he doesn't say, like, oh, don't worry, I'm getting to it. He turns to the mother and says, what are you gonna do, tell on me? <laughs> you think I don't run the governments? Like, help, police, murder. That kid violated the nap. <laughs> oh, yeah. I also like when they're down in the lab and the one father says to him, like, oh, man, you're going to get the health inspectors on your ass. And I'm like, bitch, he's had the place sealed for 20 years. <laughs> 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 like, he's obviously solved that problem already. There is a pile of dead health inspectors out back. <laughs> no one goes in. No one comes out. Maybe that's who he was testing the, uh, the three-course uh, gum on. Was the health inspectors? Oh, true. Yeah, it's just a room full of fucking blueberries. Here's my body dumping ground. <laughs> yeah, because he said the dessert was always the problem, implying they had tested yeah. it before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said like they always like they always turn into blueberries. So, did you guys did you guys get the impression that once you're juiced, you're no longer a blueberry, or is that just like a chronic <laughs> thing that happens to you now? <laughs> So, I feel like your skin probably is forever blue. It, I guess it depends how quickly the candy exits your... The gum exits your system, maybe? If you're going to, like, inflate again? I don't know. I, I would assume you only have to be juiced once, like a normal blueberry. There's uh, no earthly way of knowing... <laughs> Oh my god. Tepper's tops. Damn it. I was gonna try to do an Oompa thing. You beat me to it. Yeah. Fair play. Thank you. Uh, Alright. So. 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 First up. Movie. 
Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Where yes. are you putting it? I think I'm going to put it in the, uh, I think the number three slot. Ooh, knocking out Back to the Future right below Conan the Barbarian. Yeah, like watching it was like the the dialogue made this movie like like Gene like uh, Gene Wilder's dialogue. Yeah, uh, I, and his delivery yeah. was just flawless. I lo- yeah, I, mean, I love him so much. I would personally probably put this in the number one, which actually going back to it surprises me. But yeah, so I just Ferris, uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off is just yeah. so good. So I have a suggestion. I think Willy Wonka is the business dad. And Grandpa George is the villain. <laughs> is it Grandpa George or Grandpa Joe? Sorry, Joe. He the other one is George, the not important one, the one who is blind. Oh, okay. Has to be yeah, guided yeah. where to look with a, a bright red light. Can you okay. imagine if he got the golden ticket and had just gotten his sight back? <laughs> Cured oh. from the gas from World War One. Oh, do golden tickets cure ailments? I mean, apparently. They, they cure lethargy, at the very least. Uh, okay, so Grandpa Joe's the villain. I mean, it's not... That's my f- proposal. I would have said Slugworth, but we find out it's not Slugworth. Yeah. Yeah, if it's Slugworth, then it's Willy Wonka. Because, like, the other way is that Grandpa Joe is the business dad, which is crazy. And yeah. Willy Wonka is the villain, which is true. We just but, like, talked about that He's the villain of the world. He's not the villain of this movie. Yeah, um, I think arguably he's a better father. Like he's more of a father figure to Charlie as well than yeah. his grandfather is. Yeah, that's, that's that's this is why I'm proposing this. Gra- yeah, I, uh, sorry, go ahead, Chris. I was just gonna yell at Grandpa Joe for giving away your evil plan as you leave. Like, don't say in <laughs> oh front of God, the guy. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> then we're gonna take him for everything he's worth. You stupid bastard. Yeah, yeah, he's not a good villain. Uh, yeah, and, like, Grandpa Joe is probably the biggest negative influence on Charlie as well, because, well, it was, like, like with the, the, um, I can't remember what exactly it's called, but when they were The flying, fizzy lifting well, drink. Yeah, the, yeah, that was his fault, and then at the end, come on, like, you know, we'll sell it to, uh... Slugworth. 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 Well, and he's like, you're gonna get all five tickets, Charlie. Yeah, and he's just, overall, he's just a negative influence on charlie just in general i found or at least not positive in any way uh so with that in mind as a villain um i mean he is a villain but he isn't a very great villain uh so i think i'll uh, put him in the number 20 slot number 20 right below gamork yeah knocking out henry gates from clock stoppers (laughs) Which I had to check what movie that was because I didn't remember who Henry Gates was. <laughs> Neither could I. Uh, and then his business dad, Willy Wonka. Wild side business dad. Yeah. <laughs> he's pretty business, but yeah. he's not like he's a... super business. Uh, I disagree. He has, he has too much compassion, I think, to be the best yeah. business dad. But he is, you know. He has very directed passion. He comes yeah. to care a lot for Charlie in the I think last has, five minutes. I think he has fanciful passion. Hmm. Yeah. Like, it seems to be, like, he's passionate as a joke, 
in his free time, but like clearly runs a tight fucking candy empire. Yeah, well, like he <laughs> is making up competitors. He is clearly the best business in existence in anything we have ever watched. Yeah, it's true. Um, but but Chris was right. He is. He's just too overall. He's too compassionate at times. To he's he's at least on a Mister Parish level of compassion. And actually, that's around where I was thinking I'd put him. I was thinking maybe the number five slot, knocking out. Like he's better business, business than Orange and Egg Dad, but he's better dad than Orange and Egg Dad as well. So that's why he can't be. Yeah, him. yeah. I think the uh, put him in the number five slot. Like number uh, five until right we get a dad that like takes a business ledger and beats their kid with it. <laughs> I don't think Orange and Egg Dad is gonna get unseated. Okay, like if if Gene Wilder, if the last five minutes in the Wonkavator didn't happen, I think we could have got there. Maybe, yeah. So knocking out feudal business dad from Tur- Turtles Three. Yeah. I almost said the false title of that movie. Yeah, or Orange and Egg business dad is just <laughs> get yeah. over your mother's death and stop drawing unicorns. Yep, and that. Brings Charlie into Never in the Glory. Holy crap! Do we have a new bracket for Never in the we Glory? Sure do. Oh, this Next one's week. Oh, this one's crazy. Yeah. Oh it's no. A, it's it's a pretty underpowered one compared to our last bracket. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. Yeah. It's gonna be so good. Oh, I don't want to watch Happy Gilmore kill all these kids. <laughs> <laughs> See. Like, I don't know. I, I feel like the groundhog might take it all. So does so. What does Charlie get to bring? Does he get to bring Grandpa Joe? Does he get to bring the other kids? No, he the, has the chocolate factory now. He gets to bring an yeah. army of Oompa Loompas. <laughs> he has the full industrial might of Willy Wonka. <laughs> well, right. I don't know. They, he gets they get their power from the movie. So at the very least, he at the very least he has the Wonka Vader. I feel like he gets poverty and nothing else. I was going to say, what's his power? Charming poverty? Yeah. <laughs> no, like, he, he at the very least, inherits the Wonka Vader, I feel. Yeah, uh... What does he get? Well, I feel we'll like, um, Yeah, I was going to say, let's come... I was, I was going to say, like, let's save it for the um, actual episode. This bracket is messed up, guys. It's going to be so good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, this is just an excellent movie. It was, it's been a while, and it was so much more fun than I... Like, I knew yeah. I was going to have fun. It was really fun. But, and like, because yeah, I just, I love Gene Wilder, and he's, this is all, probably his best role that I've seen him in. Like, hmm. Yeah, I, I enjoyed the movie more than I thought, and even, like, the songs didn't really detract from my enjoyment. Um, it was just, like, a really, like, solid and fun movie uh, across the board. Like, there's not really much negative that I can say about it. Yeah. Any last thoughts from anyone? If you could try any candy from his factory, what would you have picked? Schnozberry wallpaper. Probably not that. God damn it. Well, exactly. We don't know what a snozberry is, so it's like, would you be curious enough to want to find out what a snozberry is? 
Like, probably not over any other candy, but, well, maybe. If it's just one piece, then maybe. I'd probably try the chocolate, but before the German kid jumps in. <laughs> I'll take an everlasting gobstopper, just because I'm curious how the physics work. <laughs> I would take the giant jelly-filled gobstopper and, and terrify all of you. Ew. <laughs> I think I want to eat one of those little... They just look so crunchy, those little, like, daffodil oh, teacups. yeah, yeah, yeah. The tea oh. flowers are very good. Like, having a plant of that would be excellent. Because they just, like, grow some nectar. Yeah, maybe you could take one and plant it. Uh, yeah, I was probably going to go with Chris's answer as well. Is like the like Because those things seem neat. Like, a lot of the other candy I was a little, like, eh on. But it's just a little candy ones. tea bag bulb you plant and grow that yeah. bush. It also, like, it looked the most like an actual plant. Other than maybe, like, the candy uh, mushrooms. Because they were just big mushrooms that were colorful. Can you imagine having to dispose of that chocolate river after filming? Oh. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, that's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> now now that I knew that it was like spoiled cream that that kid was swimming through, I was like, oh, you poor kid. Like, I hope you yeah. made a lot of money for this. Well, like, I wonder how I many really, times I they hope... had to shoot that scene. Yeah, well, and like, I hope they fil- like filmed those scenes early. Like, ugh. oh, could you imagine? I'm sure they would swimming in that and getting it in your mouth. <laughs> oh, now, now I can. Th- thank you, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> and with that image in mind, it's time to rate the movie. Um, I give this movie nothing. Good day, sir. I give this movie. Uh, a basement full of dead kids out of an entire chocolate factory. Woof. I give this movie one out of one tunnel scenes. Uh, I'll give this movie 911, police, murder. <laughs> uh, and I'll give this movie a million little pieces flying through the air into <laughs> one small child. Wonka Vision. Wonka Vision. But yeah, uh, thank you all for listening. I've been your host, Ivan. I'm Chris. I'm Jeff. I'm Spencer. And I'm Tepper. And you can find us all on downloadblezebras.com. Uh, keep, especially if, if you don't listen to our intermissions normally, definitely listen to the next one. It's going to be a Never End the Glory. It's a lot of fun. We did some crazy stuff last time and. I don't know where this one's going to go. I was going to say, this bracket looks so much more fun than the last bracket. It's so much lower power, but it's quite interesting. Um, yeah, and as always, a uh, special thanks to 8 Jazz for the use of our theme song. You can find them on YouTube or follow the link in the description.